This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Agutn Erev Shabbos, Agutn Rishchidosh, hope everyone is well. This week's parasha, parasha is Tazriya Mitzayra. One of the major themes discussed in the parasha is Tsaras, a person that gets this Tsaras, this skin infection on their body, their clothing, or their home. And the Torah describes what they do to cure themselves and the process that they have to go through when in Tsaras and ultimately how to get out of Tsaras. And towards the end of the parasha, the Torah tells us something so important that is relevant to our lives beyond the concept of Tsaras. The Torah says that when the person is described by the Kohen and prescribed by the Kohen as having Tsaras, it says that he has to <clears throat> rip his clothing and his head has to be parua. And it says, Tome, Tome, Yikra. He calls out Tome, Tome. So Rashi tells us that the reason why he does this is so people should stay away from him. He screams out, I'm Tome, stay away from me. Don't come near me. Don't get affected. Like we find by contagious diseases, people scream, don't come near me. We all remember a time where we had a six feet rule. Can't go within six feet of people. We were very nervous of contagious diseases. So here too says Rashi, he, the Mitzvah tells everyone, stay away from me. I'm infected. I'm Tomei, stay away. But if you look in the Medrash, and Abdullah Pavarsky brings this out as well, that there's another way of understanding what is Tomei, Tomei, Yikra. Tomei, Tomei, Yikra is the Mitzvah crying out. He's saying, I'm Tomei, feel for me. Be compassionate to me. Daven for me. Yes, the Mitzvah says, I made a mistake. I did an Aver and that's why I'm being afflicted with this Tsaras. But don't forget about me. Don't think for a second that I still don't, I still have feelings. And I one day want to get better and I want to become part of Kleisel and I want to rebuild and pick up from the mistakes that I made. And therefore says the Medrash, Tomei, Tomei, Yikra, he's crying out to you, please don't forget me. Daven for me, says the Medrash, beautiful. He said, He's letting the people know, I'm hurting. And the people should daven for them. So often in life when people make mistakes, and they have to get punished for the mistakes, we write them off. Well, it's their fault. They, should, they shouldn't have done it. They should rot in jail. Or they made that mistake. Let them live with it. And we forget about them. The Torah is reminding us in this expression that's not the case. Yes, the Mitzayi made a mistake. Yes, the Mitzayi is being punished. But don't forget about him. He's crying out. He's asking you to remember him. Daven for them. Help them. Because as we know, one of the worst things in the world is to feel forgotten. To feel that no one cares about you. To feel that you're excommunicated. Part of the Mitzayi's tshuva process is bodod yeshiv. He sits alone. We all remember what it felt to sit alone. When we learned Pasha's Tazriya Mitzri years ago, we never really got into what does it mean to be quarantined. Then Hashem gave us a time in history where we learned good and well. What does it mean to be quarantined? What does it mean bothered yeshiv? What does it mean to be disconnected from community? What does it mean not to be part of a group? What does it mean to be alone? We learned what it meant and how it feels. And therefore the Mitzrayer cries out. He says, Tomei, Tomei, I'm Tomei. But don't forget about me. Yes, I sinned. Yes, I made a mistake. But don't forget about me. Don't ride me off. Dive into Hashem that I can get better. So often in life there are people in our, in our world that we just forget about. 
Sometimes when we don't see them, we forget about them. Or even if they're not on our radar, even if they did something wrong. But the Torah is reminding us that that's not the proper way to deal with it. The way you have to deal with it is, yes, they're going through a difficult time. Yes, they're hurting and yes, they're suffering. But nonetheless, we need to daven for them. We need to stay connected to them. We need to help them as much as we can. But sometimes in life, we don't know that they're calling out. Sometimes in life, we can't tell that they're hurting inside. And our job is to be extra sensitive, to try to investigate and to see, is there a crying out that's taking place here silently and we're missing it? Are we not listening carefully enough to the cries, the silent cries of a Jew who's in pain, the silent cries of a Jew who's hurting? Sometimes we need to listen a little carefully to hear those sudden cry, the silent cries. As we're holding now during the days of Svira, it's a time to work on Ben Adam Lechaveri. During this period of time, Rabbi Akiva's students died. Says the Gemara Shalai Nagu There wasn't a proper respect to each other. It's a very difficult Gemara. How are we to understand what the great students of Rabbi Akiva did wrong? But whatever it was, it's a lesson for all of us that we need to work on our Ben Adam Lechaveri. And not only do we have to be nice to each other, we have to be more careful and sensitive to the things that we don't hear from our friends. It's obviously easy when your friend tells you that they're going through a difficult time and you're a listening ear. But what happens when they don't say anything? The lack of words or the lack of noise sometimes is you think it means there's no pain. No, it's not true. You have to listen and dig a little deeper and investigate to see maybe there's more that meets the eye. Show you an amazing story I came across this week. Unbelievable story. There was a young couple that was looking to buy a house. They wanted to move out of their apartment and buy a house. And there was a house in their neighborhood that they wanted, just went up for sale. And the price was unbelievably high. Even for the real estate market that we're in right now, it was very high. And the couple went to look at the house and it was a beautiful, stunning house. They loved it. But the buyer was an old, widowed woman, a woman who lived by herself. She would not budge on the price. And she was asking a ridiculously high number. So the couple said, as much as we want this house, we just can't afford it. And sadly, they had to move on and they went back to their apartment and they looked for other homes. A year later, this house was still on the market, still asking this ridiculously high price. And the couple comes back and they go through the house again. They say to the old woman, we'd love to buy the house, but you got to come down a little bit. You're asking such a high price. And the woman started crying. And the woman said, and I'm going to continue to ask for such a high price. I'm not budging on the price. And the woman said to them, I'll tell you why. I am alone. I have no one. No one talks to me. No one checks up on me. No one sees how I'm doing. No one acknowledges that I exist. Now that my house is up on the market, I have people coming into the house. People coming in. I have action. I see people. I interact with people. I know it's not a real relationship, but it's better than sitting alone all the time. So I'm never going to drop the price of the house because I always want there to be traffic, people coming, but never plan on selling. When this young couple heard this, their heart broke. That, this woman was crying out for someone to acknowledge her pain. She was crying out for the loneliness that she's feeling. She was crying out for how she felt and no one realized that's what it was. And what they ended up doing was they went to the next door neighbor and explained to the next door neighbor who also had no idea that this woman was in so much pain. And the next the neighbor started to visit and they started to get her involved much more with the community. It's really what we're saying right now. The Torah says to us that these people are crying out. But sometimes you can't hear the cries. And sometimes they don't know what's hurting them. 
But our job is to be more intuitive to their feelings and to their needs. All the big experts in Kirov will tell you whenever you're somewhere and a person will come over to you, looks not Jewish at all, and they'll say something in Hebrew, or, they'll say, or, they, or they will say something about Judaism. They're crying out to say, look at me, I'm a Jew. Acknowledge me. Engage with me. It's always true. I've tried it. Those people, you ask them, oh you, yeah, of course I'm Jewish. They're crying out, they don't know, what they'll, they'll walk to you on a Tuesday and say, good Shabbos. It's because they don't know how else to cry out. Their neshama is screaming. I want to connect. I just don't know how. You'll meet them in the strangest places. You'll go all over the world. You'll meet people. And they're just trying. Their neshama is crying out. We need to listen. We need to hear people's pain. And the Torah reminds us in this expression, when someone's outwardly crying out, you have to think about them. There are yidin in all over the world that are in pain. Silent pain. And active pain and loudly and loud pain, people are hurting. Our job is like the Medrash says, let's daven for them. Let's think about the people in our lives if we can imagine who we know in our life that's hurting. Who in our life is in, in a difficult situation. So of course we should comfort them as best as we can. But sometimes all you could do is daven and that's not a bit of it. That's not a terrible thing to daven for someone. It's a fantastic thing to daven. That's what the Torah says we should do for the Mitzvah. Despite the fact that he sinned and he caused himself. To be in that situation. Mr. Hashem, we should learn from this week's parsha how to be sensitive to others. Hear others' cries, whether they be loud or silent. And remember that we can always dive in for someone who's in tsar. And Mr. Hashem, we'll be more compassionate to each other. We'll rebuild the relationship. And Mr. Hashem, Hashem should see how we are all trying to bring back His children. And as the loving Father, He will come and redeem us all. And we'll be zayichit to see the arrival of Mashiach from Herib Yamenu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.